After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. We are live at Yeshivat Shalvim in Israel, and this is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Here's a good trivia question. What does that song have to do with Yeshivat Shalvim? It's a question that we'll answer a little later on in this program. We are live. Uh, some of you may have uh, picked up that we are not operating on the strongest uh, phone and Internet system back to the United States. I can tell you, especially the Shalvim parents who are listening around the world, and specifically in the New Jersey, New York area, that the Shalvim campus and Yeshiva and students uh, looks uh, better than ever, absolutely beautiful. Uh, the um, the uh, technological uh, aspects of this area of Israel are like some of the other areas we've had where we aren't able to uh, maintain complete uh, stability with our phone and Internet lines, but we are doing our best. And here, in, here at Shalvin, they're doing an amazing job helping us out to make sure that our broadcast stays on between now and 9 a.m. Eastern time. So I say greetings from Yeshivat Shalvin, where, again, everything looks wonderful. They are off to a terrific start in the month of Elul. Uh, a lot of happy faces, a lot of very serious Torah study, and a lot of special guests will be joining us. One of the historic Hezder Yeshivot of the State of Israel is Yeshivat Shalvin, and we get to meet a lot of personalities who have an association with or a very strong involvement with the Yeshiva uh, during the course of these three hours. Plenty more coming up. Uh, the musical selections that we're playing we will explain and we have um, some very special folks, including some students from Shana Aleph, Shana Bet, and Shana Gimel who are going to be joining us in hour number two this morning. We've had an amazing journey so far. Nefesh Benefesh gets credit for that. Our Monday show from JFK, our Tuesday show from Ben Gurion, and we continue with an amazing visit to Yeshivat Shalvim today. Our visit to Shalvim for Women will be aired tomorrow on our stream at jmandtheam.org, which means when you tune in, for the ever-popular Thursday Live Lunch tomorrow, 12 noon Eastern time on the stream, you'll hear our webcast from Yeshivat Shalvim for Women. And when you tune into That's Life with Miriam Al-Wallach, she'll have a special hour as well, which is going to be recorded later today during our visit to Shalvim for Women. Meanwhile, we are live at Yeshivat Shalvim here in Israel as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Uh, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web at jmtheam.org. We are dedicating this Shabbat HaGadol discourse. I don't know how that happened, but somehow, somehow my iTunes got into a, got into a speech bar of my risk. I don't know how that happened. Uh, there's gotta be something symbolic about that. I'll have to review that with him the next time I see him. Meanwhile, more from... Uh, more from our music associated with Yeshivat Shalvim at JM in the AM.
What, what do all these selections have to do with Yeshiva Shalvim, uh, who's hosting us to, today here at JMM as we are live at the beautiful Yeshiva? Uh, what does it have to do with it? I'll tell you what it has to do with it. Uh, all three are from a, a CD, a 10-song CD that we were handed years ago, uh, produced and uh, composed by Rabbi Ari Waxman. Rabbi Waxman is here. Uh, we will speak with him, and he is uh, synonymous with the uh, overseas program of Yeshiva Shalvim will have an opportunity to speak with him coming up. In fact, he'll join us when the Rosh Hashiva greets us in just a few minutes and gives the official welcome to JM and the AM uh, to us here at, uh, at Shalvim. So that will all be happening. All three selections you heard. Uh, Male from Chaim David, Yerushalayim Shalmala, done by Aaron Razel and Benzion Solomon with Tzave, all from that CD entitled Ba'or Panacha. JM and the AM at 21 minutes after 6 o'clock. Good morning. It is a Wednesday and a very special week for us as we're doing this uh, incredible a uh, week of shows from the uh, State of Israel. I thank all of you for joining us. Uh, make sure to be tuned in all through the morning, especially if you're a Shalvin parent, because I see that there are already uh, shout-outs beginning. Moshe Kurtz from Far Rockaway, New York. You have a shout-out from your parents and brother Avi. Apparently you are a student here at Shalvin. And they uh, send regards uh, to you and hope that the first uh, week uh, plus has uh, gone very well. It seems from my investigation, and in fact, the yeshiva's off to an amazing start so far, and uh, we'll find out directly from some of the students later in this show. The Rosh Hashiva will join us and plenty more guests. If you keep it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, 91.9 FM up in Rockland County, around the world on the web at jmtheam.org. Our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel on Twitter, at NachumSiegelNet. Uh, we've had some amazing photographs of our journey so far up on all the social media sites. More of the same from Yeshivat Shalvim coming up. If you log on, you will enjoy. Avram Fried is next, and this is JM in the AM.
That's Avram Freed. Well, the big question, of course, is how on earth could we uh, sound so good from Shivat Shalvim uh, in the uh, center of Israel? And the uh, answer is that we have an amazing team. First of all, a big thank you to Benny Marilis here at Shalvim. A big thank you 
to Rabbi Waxman and to everybody else who was praying that our connection would uh, hold up. A big thank you to all the uh, boys in the yeshiva who were very instrumental in making sure that we would be all right. But also I want to thank PC Guy, Jerusalem's leading technical support contact for all your PC and Internet needs. If you need a brand-new PC or a tune-up or any problems with your Internet connection or brand-new printer, iPad, iPhone, etc., PC Guy is somebody that we continue to recommend. He has been extremely helpful to us this entire trip. As always, go to thepcguy.co.il, thepcguy.co.il. I want to thank ZK, who's here, Stan, who's in our studio, a team that remains completely dedicated to bringing you the best programming possible. And today that means a visit to Yeshivat Shalvim, one of the historic Hezder Yeshivot of Israel, which has uh, been amazing for the um, American students uh, uh, that, that have been here over the last uh, few decades, their American program, or overseas program, I should say more accurately, has been remarkable, and uh, based on the numbers, it is as strong as ever. Uh, if you have a special message, no problem. Our email addresses are open, all the typical ones, plus, of course, you have our Facebook update page and Twitter, where you can send whatever shout-out or message you wish, and we will meet some of the students. I know some of the parents are very anxious to hear which students will make it to the airwaves. It'll happen next hour. You keep it right here at JM in the AM.
And we are live at Yeshivat Shalvim in Israel. We have been to some amazing places in Israel over the years, really some incredible places. We have never been to one of the uh, classic and historic Hezder Yeshivot of Israel. Today we finally have that opportunity. And with us is the Rosh HaYeshiva of Yeshivat Shalvim, Rabbi Yechezkel Yaakovsin, who uh, is officially going to greet us and welcome us to this historic campus. Rabbi Yaakovsin, thank you for joining us and thank you for having us here. Shalom. Shalom. לישיבת שאלבים לכל המאזינים של JM in the AM ברוכים הבאים כל טוב לכם בוקר טוב לכם שם אנחנו מאוד מאוד שמחים להריח את כולכם כאן בישיבת שאלבים זה שמחה וכבוד ונחת לכולנו תודה רבה רבי ארי וקסמן is with us we mentioned רבי וקסמן before in regards to the music and of course we'll speak with him at greater length a little later on and רבי וקסמן is here because uh, רבי יעקבסון will answer our questions about the yeshiva, and Rabbi Waxman will uh, sum that up for us. Uh, Rosh Yeshiva, Rabbi Yaakovson, why has Shalvim been such a success? Why is it for so many decades that this yeshiva has served so many students in Israel and so many of our students from Chutz Laaretz? Tov, Reishit, Baruch Hashem, Lekol Yeshiva, Yitzrecha, Siyat HaDishmaya, Az Anachnu Modim LaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shanachnu Zuchim Lisiyat HaDishmaya, Lo Akol Mechokhmateinu, Aval, Baruch Hashem, Anachnu Zuchim. Im Tem Shualim Oti, Vema HaMiyuchad Bishivat Shalabim, Vebame Anachnu Zuchim, Ani Choshev Shanekudai, Shayishiva, Leorech Kol Hashanim, Miyom HaKamata, היא מבקשת ללמד א', תורת חיים, וב', תורה של כלל ישראל. תורת חיים זה תורה שהיא תורה בעומק, בעיון, בקיאות והלכה, אבל תורה שמנסה לחבר את האנשים ולראות איך הם ייקחו את התורה הזאת לחיים. כל אחד בכל מקום שנמצא, בחורים פה בארץ, בצבא, בעבודה, ובחורים בחוץ לארץ. במיוחד שיוצאים לכל מעגלי החיים, אבל גם תורה שמחברת את כל הציבורים. יש אצלנו אנשים של כיפות סרוגות וחרידים, שיטות של חסידות וליטאיות והרב סולוויצ'יק, ואת הכל אנחנו מכניסים לתורה אחת ומנסים להיות חיבור, וזה דבר מאוד חשוב ברגעים האלה, בימים האלה של כלל ישראל, בלי הבדל של עדות וחוגים. Rabbi Waxman, how could you sum up what the Rosh Hashiva just told us? The uh, Rosh Hashiva started off saying that we have been blessed, Baruch Hashem, with Siyata Deshmaya. Everything that we do in our lives requires Siyata Deshmaya. That's true in the world of the Yeshiva as well. In addition to that, the Rosh Hashiva mentions that what's unique about Shalavim is the fact that there is a sense of Torat Chaim, a Torah which is alive, which is relevant, which is real, 
which starts out here as in-depth study in our learning in Iyun and Bekiut and Halacha and all of the areas of Torah. And from the Beit Midrash here at Shalavim, the students go outwards, afterwards to all areas of life, living, applying the Torah to all of their areas of life. And in addition to that, the transition, the connection to life is the inclusiveness, the holistic approach of Yeshivat Shalavim, wanting to take in all of the areas of Torah, the teachings of Rav Salavechik, of Chassidut, along with the in-depth Gemara analysis and halacha that the Rosh Yeshiva referred to beforehand. You can help me ask the Rosh Yeshiva this question, just so I pinpoint it, especially I'm sure people in the States are curious about it. Um, many yeshivot in Israel are very successful, not all of them are so successful as Shalvin with overseas students. What, is, is there any additional factor, the Rashiva would say, that has been really an amazing uh, hallmark of being able to attract and help so many students from outside of Israel? הרב אקסמן, שבאמת יחד איתנו כולנו, אנחנו משתדלים לתת טיפול אישי לבחורים. זאת אומרת, לראות כל בחור ובחור מה הוא צריך, למה הוא מתאים, מה הדבר שיקדם אותו ויוליך אותו בדרך של לימוד, של תורה ויראת שמיים. דבר נוסף, אנחנו משתדלים מאוד לשמור קשר עם המשפחות וההורים. זאת אומרת, אנחנו לא רואים את התלמידים כמתנתקים מההורים ומהבית. הישיבה, משפחת שעלבים היא משפחה יחד עם ההורים. אנחנו משתפים את ההורים עם התלמידים, בלבטים, בהתקדמות, הם שותפים לדרך החינוכית. דבר נוסף, אנחנו לא מפסיקים את הקשר עם הבחורים ברגע שהם למדו. להפך. אנחנו שומרים על קשר עם הבוגרים שלנו ומשקיעים בזה הרבה כסף, משאבים, זמן לתלמידים בשנים אחרי הישיבה, שומרים איתם על קשר בשיעורים, בחוגים, בזמנים. ההוכחה הכי טובה לקשר הזה שלפעמים בחורים בחופש, או יש להם זמן, או בימים נוראים לוקחים כרטיס על חשבונם, משלמים כסף כדי לבוא לשבוע, לשבועיים, לחודש, להיות יחד איתנו. הם אומרים, ראשי והרב, באנו לקבל חיזוק. ואני אומר, הם נותנים לנו את החיזוק. כי מה הנחת היותר גדולה מזאת? מובן, רבי וייקסמית. The emphasis on the individual in the yeshiva. The Rosh Hashiva mentioned beforehand, Barcheinu avinu kulanu ke'echad ba'or panecha. Every single individual, every single person has his own, is a world in and of himself. And the yeshiva looks at every Talmud as an individual and strives educationally to address, to guide each student individually towards their success. In addition to that, another point that the Rashifa mentioned is we view our relationship with the students broader than the student as a person himself, but rather recognizing that the Talmidim are coming from families. We are partners with the parents of the Talmidim, connected to the mishpachot, the families of our Talmidim. 
in their communities in, in America. And then that, in addition to that, the last point that the Rosh Hashiva mentioned is the continued Kesher right. that exists afterwards. As the Rosh Hashiva said, the greatest Nachas in the world is seeing Talmidim come back to the yeshiva during a midwinter break or during the Yamim Noroim, where Talmidim said, I had the chance, I had the opportunity, I was able to come back to the yeshiva. And the Rosh Hashiva said that the Talmidim tell him that they're coming for themselves, but they in turn give him the reju- rejuvenation to continue forward with that nachas that he receives. No, like I said, there's only a handful, maybe a large handful, but a handful of uh, yeshivot in Israel that have made a major impact on the yeshiva high school uh, boys in the United States, and uh, obviously Shalvim is one of them. Arosh Mutuka, thank you for having us here. I hope, I'm going to ask this question to everybody we speak to today, I hope the yeshiva is off to a good start this Elul. Everything is going well at the beginning now? ברוך השם. ברוך השם, אנחנו נמשיך וללכת בדרך הזאת, ברוך השם, השמחה והנחת שלנו. אני באמת רוצה בהזדמנות הזאת רק להודות לך, רב נוחם סיגל, לתוכנית, לכל המאזינים שממשיכים להיות בקשר איתנו, ואני מתפלל, התפילה שלי, שהישיבה תמשיך ותצמח למעלה למעלה גם בשנים הבאות. אמן. רבי וקסמן, אתה רוצה להגיד? said that he would like to take advantage of this opportunity to wish all to you, Nachum, and the staff here, the crew that's here, and all of the listeners of Shana Tova, just as we sense here in the yeshiva. The yeshiva has started to, heading towards, there's a great feeling now in the yeshiva with the students here one week. We see them settling in. We're off to a great start, and we wish everyone a Shana Hatzlacha, a year of success, a year of bracha, and we should all continue to see the success of Am Yisrael, Bezat Hashem. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Rosh Yeshiva, Yeshivat Shalbim. It's Rabbi Yechezkel Yaakovsin. Uh, the Yeshiva has a fantastic leadership, and uh, you've heard uh, just one of the reasons uh, just now here at JM in the AM. More coming up, everybody, as we broadcast on a Wednesday from Yeshivat Shalvim. We will speak to some of the key people who are part of this yeshiva, including some amazing students who have promised to join us in hour number two this morning. We keep it right here at JM in the AM. Malema, 
Here on a Wednesday morning, Yeshivat Shalvim is our uh, is our uh, makeshift studio this morning. As uh, we broadcast in the beautiful Yeshiva, I can tell you everybody that the uh, uh, Yeshiva campus looks as uh, wonderful as ever. We've been treated to a, a nice tour of the area. Uh, it is in a gorgeous area of Israel, and uh, now I understand even more why so many of the boys from our communities back in the United States want to spend a year or more at Yeshivat Shalvim, and we'll find out later that there are plenty who are spending even more than a year at the Yeshiva. Yeshiva's been in session for just over a week, and we'll find out how it's going so far. You heard the Rosh Yeshiva's comments about Baruch Hashem, a very nice start. I want to thank Miriam Al-Wallach, who's producing today's show, and of course, thank ZK, who's here and standing in our studio, plus PC Guy, who is here with us on our team, and is uh, making sure that we stay connected all the way until 9 a.m., Eastern Time. Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net. Don't forget that later today we're going to be visiting the Shalvim for Women uh, uh, School in uh, Yerushalayim. That's right, we'll be at Shalvim for Women later on today. You'll hear all of that programming tomorrow on our stream between 12 noon and 3 p.m., the uh, ever-popular Thursday Live Lunch, plus That Life with uh, Miriam Al-Wallach. That's all happening tomorrow on the stream. And tomorrow morning, of course, we're at Ormeyer Ubracha, uh, we've spoken to Leora Teji uh, many, many times on the air. We finally are her guests tomorrow in Yerushalayim between 6 and 9 a.m. right here at JM in the a.m. We're going to head soon into hour number two. Special guests will be joining us live via telephone, and we'll meet some of the students of Shalvim who already uh, are, uh, are um, uh, completely into the uh, a routine of the 5774 uh, Yeshiva a year, and we will speak to some of the uh, students coming up in hour number two this morning right here at JM in the AM. The David, the whole Beit Israel, Mali Metaron Hashem, Bitrua, Ubekol Shofar. The Hayah Aron Hashem, Ba'ir David, 
ומיכל בת שאול נשקפה בעד החלון, ותרת המלך דוד מפזז ומחרקר לפני השם, ותיבז לא בליבה. ויאמר דוד אל מיכל, לפני השם אשר בחר בי מאביך ומכל ביתו, לצוות אותי נגיד על עם השם, על ישראל. ושיחקתי לפני השם, ונקלותי עוד מזאת, והייתי שפל בעיניי.
the AM. This is uh, uh, America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Uh, up in Rockland County, 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. We're live at Yeshivat Shalvim. We're meeting a lot of wonderful uh, Rabbeim and students and the people who have such an important role here at the Yeshiva. Yeshiva's been in session just over a week. We'll be joined by more special guests in hour number two, including some of the students of Yeshivat Shalvim. On a beautiful day here in Israel, what else would you expect? Uh, our trip tomorrow takes us to uh, Ormei Orbracha, and of course later today we'll be at Shalvim for Women. You'll hear all of that during our very popular 12 noon slot on uh, Thursday. Uh, tonight's visit to Yeshivat Shalvim for Women uh, will be on the stream between noon and 3 p.m. during our live lunch, and that's live with Miriam L. Wallach tomorrow on a Thursday at jmandtheam.com. Org. More coming up. Hour number one complete. Hour number two gets started at JM and the AM. Keep it here, folks.
Shlomo Simcha with a great Simintov Mazel Tov. All right, uh, we're here at Yeshivat Shalvim. I said that we're going to have some special guests with us, uh, both here in the Yeshiva and on the telephone. And in this segment, we get to uh, do both, meet somebody who's here and speak with someone on the phone. Uh, someone on the phone is Alan Pfeiffer. Alan um, uh, could speak as uh, as a Shalvim parent. He is uh, vice president of Shalvim. 
And he happens to be traveling now in Israel, but he's joining us live via telephone. Alan, welcome to JM in the AM. Hi, how are you, Nachum? Thank you very much. It's a pleasure uh, being on the phone with you today. A pleasure having you on. Always great to speak to folks from Teaneck, New Jersey. You know, we have a very special person who's here in our makeshift studio in Shalvin. Say hello to Benjamin Pfeiffer. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Did you hear that, Alan? I did. He said, what's up? No, there you go. All right. So, obviously, after your first experience as a Shalvin parent, you felt it was a worthwhile investment to go ahead and send another one of your children here. Why is that? Why has this yeshiva proven so beneficial for the Pfeiffer family? Well, you know, every child is different. And um, and my first child, Yoni, uh, had a great experience in Shalvin, but that's not the reason why... We thought that Binyamin would benefit from Shalavim. We think Binyamin, although different from Yoni, uh, could benefit because it just, it just seems to be the place that he would grow the most in Torah and Yerushalayim and Avad Eretz Israel. And, um, he's excited to go there. It's a place where he could not only learn at a very high level, but learn also what it means to be a, uh, productive, uh, happy, and um, a, a, an important member of, of the Jewish community, and uh, we're very happy to have him there. Well, well said. Benjamin, how's it gone so far? How would you describe to the people back home who are curious how the first week has been? It's been going amazing. Everything my father said so far has come true, and I hope it will be continued throughout the year. The learning here is incredibly on an incredible high level. The Ruach here is amazing. The, the opportunity to grow is Certainly encouraged. Alan, is this what you said after one week at Shalvin? <laughs> you know, I was there um, 25, 24 years ago. And, um, you know, it was, for me, uh, very much a home, very far away from home because, you know, we didn't have cell phones back then. I was in, a, I was in Israel for the first time. Um, and, uh, you know, I felt I was able to learn. And I was excited about that, but I was a little bit more homesick. Benjamin is lucky. He's got uh, very close connections to his parents. He's got a cell phone, and uh, and uh, he's been to Israel many, many times. And he's uh, already uh, uh, learning at a very high level after completing, uh, you know, four years at MTA in the base measures cut done. So I can say that I was excited after one one week, and I was uh, I was uh, optimistic, but I, I can't say that I was lucky enough to have the, the wonderful attitude that Benjamin has now after one week. Oh, very nice. Well, uh, Alan, I can tell you that uh, everything here looks great. Uh, campus looks fantastic. It looks like the base medrash, based on my investigation, is in full swing. And Benjamin looks fantastic, like he's very happy, just like he's saying. So uh, a big yeshikoch to you for joining us, and I'm sure you're very proud as an alum and now as a parent again as well. And uh, I hope you have a shana tova and that uh, you hear only great reports from Shalvim all year round. Thank you so much. We're here in the Galil. We're right now uh, touring the Bereshit fruit manufacturer and uh, distributor, and uh, we're about to pick some uh, apples, and uh, and uh, we've had a great time here in Israel. We come back as often as we can, and this year we'll have the added benefit of uh, seeing Benjamin every time we come to visit. Call like a vote. Thanks for joining us, Alan. Well, Benjamin, it looks like... 
look like looks like your parents are very happy with this decision so far, and it looks like you're very happy. Baruch Hashem. Baruch is right. Thanks so much for joining us. I, I'm sorry we had to take you out of the base metrics for oh, five it's, minutes. It's during break, but thank you for having me. You see that the timing worked out perfectly. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Benjamin Pfeiffer, a uh, first-year student, really a first-week student here at Yeshivat Shalvin. We have other shout-outs to do. I'm told that Aliza Ginsberg is tuned into our radio program. Uh, Yitzhak Ginsberg says, hi, Mom. And uh, I am told that Gila and David Weinstein are celebrating a happy anniversary, and we say happy anniversary to them from all of us here at JM in the AM. Connected all the way, 6,000 miles away, to people in New Jersey who are tuned in to JM in the AM. We are here at Yeshivat Shalvim at 10 minutes after 7 o'clock on this very special Wednesday morning. We have a week's worth of programming in Israel, which began with Nefesh Benefesh and is continuing uh, with an amazing visit today to Shalvim. Later on, we'll be visiting Shalvim for women, and uh, tomorrow we'll be at our Mayor Bracha. I thank you all for listening to JM in the AM. More coming up from Yeshivat Shalvim. Keep it here, everybody.
That's David Gabe. This is Jam in the AM. Yaakov Feldstein is here in our studio at Yeshivat Shalvim. He's got a free single that's available. Last time we saw Yaakov Feldstein was up when we were visiting Camp Hask. Uh, first of all, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Nachum. Are you a student here at Yeshivat Shalvim? I... I am a student here in Yeshua Shalvin. For how long? Shanabet. Oh, you're Shalvin. I'm Shalvin. That's right. You liked it so much, you came back for more. That's right. That's right. Where are you from in the states? I am from Queens. Very good. I've heard of that. Yeah. And uh, so, how does one make a decision? It's funny. Now it sounds like the uh, Nefesh Nefesh show where we asked all the soldiers, <laughs> "How does one make a decision to go to the Israeli army? How does one make a decision to come back for Shalvin?" So I think it's really based on each individual. Um, Obviously, but uh, I, I think, at least personally, I noticed that there is uh, there's a lot to gain from the year in Israel um, that just, frankly, cannot be squished into one year. Right. You just need more. And, uh, you know, if your parents let you come back, you, uh, you take the opportunity. You take advantage. Have you right. been, has, it, has it been off to a good start so far? Thank God. Baruch Shem. Uh, very good. We've only been here for a week so far. Right. But... Uh, Thank God. Thanks are going well. Tell me about Shomer Hashem. Shomer Hashem. So, um, Shomer Hashem is a song that I wrote last year. Um, it uh, was written during Amud Anan, during uh, Operation Pillar of Defense. Right. That's what they called it. Um, which was pretty much last November. That was the uh, the operation for Tzahal to enter Gaza after the uh, after or during. The um, all the rockets that were coming in, and from being in Shalvim in a, you know, a Hezder Yeshiva, the atmosphere was very was very tense and very um, somber, I guess, uh, because every day people were being called, the Israelis were being called in to come back to the army on Miluim. Um, so I had a few friends that were actually down there on the border of Gaza waiting for the green light to go in, and uh, just based on the atmosphere, like uh, there was there was a lot of uh, extra learning and davening and Tehillim going on, they actually arranged a 24-hour uh, uh, learning thing throughout the night. And they made sure there was no time that, that uh, there weren't people learning. Um, and based on the atmosphere, knowing that my friends were there, it was a good time to write a song. So, uh, Hence the Shomer Hashem single. And this is available for anybody who wants it, right? This is available. It's free on cdbaby.com. Just look for your name. That's right. Search it up. Look for the name Yaakov Feldstein. If you go to CD Baby, you'll find it. It is a single entitled Shomer Hashem. We are going to try to play it right now. We'll see if our system works. We can get it on the air for you at JM in the AM. Here it is.
Shomer Hashem, Yaakov Feldstein, free single if you go to CD Baby. Yashikov to Yaakov. Thank you very much. Enjoy Shana Bet. Anybody you want to uh, thank or uh, say hi to out there? Um, say hi to everybody listening, there you go. <laughs> I guess. Um, just uh, the way that this song was recorded in the first place, uh, I definitely need to thank Rev Waxman. Uh, Rev Waxman and I have uh, have shared this bond, I guess, about music since I got here, pretty much, and putting out two albums. Um, and I showed him this song, and his reaction was was unbelievable. First, he was speechless, and then he was he was telling me we have to we have to put this out there, we have to get it recorded. And uh, next thing I know, within the next few weeks, we're in the studio, we're recording it, and uh, by March, it was out. Well, as we say, he knows something about music, that's for sure. That's true. <laughs> yes, it's a malach. Yes, to you, and thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Huh? Stu Wagner is with us live via telephone. Stu Wagner is a board member for Shalvim. 
He is a parent of Shalvim. He is a parent of Shalvim for women. He's also an alum. He went to Shalvim himself. Stu Wagner, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you very much. A pleasure speaking to you. What's it like when you hear the students from Shalvim speaking to you from all these thousands of miles away? Does it bring back uh, good memories for you? Absolutely. Good and fond memories from uh, 1979, 1980, and 1981 when I was a uh, Talmud in Shalvim. Much different wow. uh, now than it was then, but uh, the basic core ideas and ideals are still uh, there. And the values that we learned then are still uh, coming for forward today in a very, very strong way. So I'm very, very How happy to be a, uh, a alumnus and a parent. Yeah, we mentioned that you're a parent here both at Shalvim and Shalvim for Women. Um, how important or how significant was it for parents of Shalvin that they did expand and opened up a women's school? I, uh, I don't know if it's anything that you ever expected years ago, but uh, I would guess if you're uh, somebody who uh, really loves the work that Shalvin's doing, it was a very welcome addition. Absolutely, an extremely welcome and important addition. I thought that um, the seminaries in Israel uh, that served all types of, uh, all types of uh, students were very, very good, but there was a certain niche that was missing that Shalavim filled. And when my daughter graduated from uh, SKA, my daughter Shana, uh, and she went to uh, SFW, Shalavim for Women, in 2011, and it uh, had the right mixture of everything that we were looking for, something that the boys' yeshiva always had, but uh, it was lacking in a lot of the seminaries. So it was a very, very significant move uh, for, for women uh, education, for Ava Shisral, and for um, get, getting the girls to really understand uh, a certain perspective of Shalavim that the boys yeshiva had, but the, the seminaries were lacking at the time. I thought it was very Stu uh, Wagner with I apologize. Stu Wagner with us live by a telephone. Uh, an alum, a board member, a parent here at Shalavim, and a parent of Shalavim for Women. You know, when the Rosh Hashiva greeted us in the first hour of this show, and it was wonderful having him on the program uh, for that official welcome to Shalvim. I asked him about the appeal of this yeshiva to overseas students. Uh, you and I both know, Stu, that there's a handful, a large handful, but a handful of yeshivas in Israel that have really attracted our yeshiva high school uh, alumni over the years. Why do you think this one has had such a major impact uh, on the overseas students? I think that uh, what Shalvim is, it's not just a year or two of Limud and Eretz Yisrael. It's more of a way of life. I think what happens is that when the Talmudim come back and they go to the various uh, yeshivas, they go to YU, they go to Nei Yisrael, they go to other yeshivas, Shayashiv here in the area that I, I live in, I think that they spread a certain type of attitude, a certain type of outlook, a certain type of yahadas that others, younger students, look at and aspire to emulate that type of uh, ideals and that type of uh, worldview. I think that that has a tremendous effect on those that they touch, both here in the five towns where I live, Teaneck, and the other areas where the uh, alumni go to. So I think that's the message. Is that it's not just a year or two of Lima Torah, which certainly it is, but it's more of a Habatzos Torah idea that you have to go out and spread this type of worldview, Shalomim view, Torah, Torah and Eretz Yisrael, Medina Yisrael, everything together, and it doesn't just stop after you leave the the Dalit Hamas of Shaladim. I think that's the message. Mm, well, well said. By the way, Stu, I have a surprise for you. A gentleman named Effie just walked into our studio. 
Uh, you've seen them more often than I have, then. <laughs> are you Shana Aleph Bed, Gimel? What are you in? Shana Bed. Shana Bed! So, Stu, was that a difficult decision, or you were you were you you gave the thumbs up to the Shana Bed? Uh, I tell you, when I uh, was in Shalvin, uh, I also went for Shana Bed. Back then, only seven Talmudim went back for for a second year, so it was a little bit uh, unusual. So, but if my parents approved it, how could I say no to Effie? And uh, I also have a son, uh, Ellie, who did uh, two years in Shalvin back in 2008 and 2009. So it already was a minagav of that we have to continue. <laughs> and I think Effie's very happy about that. How are things yes, going yeah. so far? Thank God, they're going really well. And I can imagine that as a Shana Bet person, you've jumped right back into the routine here, right? Yeah, thank God. As if you never left. Yeah. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Well, it's great meeting you. Uh, Stu, thank thanks you. so much for joining us. Uh, best regards from everybody at Shalvim. I can tell you that things look spectacular here, and it's a pleasure to greet you. Have a Shana Tovan. Enjoy. Thank you very much for your time. We are here one week into the Shalvim season. I want to thank Effie Wagner, who is the son of Stu Wagner, both uh, very proud uh, Shalvim people. One is a student and one is a parent. Uh, you, you heard uh, us mention Shalvim for Women with Stu Wagner, and we will be visiting there later today, and we will air that uh, program tomorrow during our Thursday Live Lunch segment. Uh, between noon and 2, and during Miriam Alwalek's That's Life, between 2 and 3 o'clock. So if you are a, associated in any way with Shalvin for Women, you get your chance to hear our conversations and the insight that we're presented with uh, tomorrow, starting at 12 noon Eastern Time. We are live right now, JM in the AM, on the uh, stream at jmtheam.org and on our regular radio outlet, starting with 91.1 on the FM dial. Those of you out there who are anxious to hear more students from Shalvin, because I'm sure there are a lot of parents who would love to hear their uh, their youngsters come into our studio and say hi. It is scheduled for a few minutes from now for us to meet some of the Shana Bet and Shana Gimbal students. Maybe we'll work in some Shana Olive students as well who will be visiting us, and they'll be able to say whatever they wish on our radio airwaves to their parents and friends back in the United States. One week into Yeshivat Shalvim, and we are here at JM. In the AM. Uh, we'll go to Rabbi Goldwasser, who has our morning chizuk, and a reminder that our Facebook update page is Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. Those of you who would like to see pictures of our visits, uh, of our visits all week long, and of course our, uh, our visits, um, uh, our visit today to Shalvim and Shalvim for Women, all you have to do is uh, log on to the social media sites, as we always say on Facebook, Jewish Radio World, and on Twitter, at Nachum Siegel. Net. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learned that Yerushalayim is the center of the world. Three times a year, B'nai Yisrael would be Euler Regel to Yerushalayim. At the end of Yom Kippur, we conclude the Tfilos of the day with Lashon HaBob Yerushalayim, Next year in Yerushalayim. The same as at our Pesach Seder, we say Lashon HaBob Yerushalayim. It's interesting to note that one could bring upon himself the punishment of Kares, either for eating on Yom Kippur or for eating Chometz on Pesach. Yet on these two occasions, which are extremely important to us, we are inspired to say Lashon HaBob Yerushalayim. In actuality, the name Yerushalayim is a contraction of two words. Shem called Yerushalayim Sholem, perfect. Years later, after Akedah Yitzchak, 
Avraham Avinu called the place Hashem Yira, Hashem will see. Hashem combined both names, Yira and Sholem, to form Yerushalayim. The Vilna Goin writes that the greatest providence is apparent in Yerushalayim. The Zohar writes that Yerushalayim is the heart of the world. Just as the heart is the center of the body, pumping life-giving blood, so too the entire world's existence is granted through Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is the focal point for tefillah as well. Shuls all over the world build the Aron Kodesh to face Yerushalayim. We find an early source for this. Shlomo HaMelech, when he built the Beis HaMikdash, he was mispalel. May you hear the prayer of your servant and your people Israel when they prayed towards this place. Shlomo HaMelech continued to stress that the tefillahs should be directed towards Yerushalayim. Later on as well, when B'nai Israel were exiled in Bovel, we find that Daniel davened facing the direction of Yerushalayim. The Torah writes that tefillah in itself is meant to be a very high and lofty experience. Ravaya Kaplan points out that there's another reason we pray towards Yerushalayim. Tefillah is closely connected to the concept of Korban. As we learn in Oshea, Kechui Mochem Devarim, take these words with you and return to Hashem. Say to Him, may you forgive all iniquity and accept the good intentions. Let our lips substitute for the bulls. The tefillahs are intended to take the place of the daily karbonos. The root of the word karbon is karev, to draw close, which is also the objective of tefillah, because it draws us close to Hashem. The great Sadiq Reb Naftali of Rabshitz once said, With our Avodos Hashem, we build Yerushalayim daily. One of us adds a row, another only a brick. When Yerushalayim will be completed, the Geula will come. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. It is the month of Elul, which means we have our Elul chauffeur blowing each day at JM in the AM. Somebody we met a couple of years back at the Shalvim dinner, uh, and he joins us live via telephone. Alex Hornstein, welcome to JM in the AM. Boker Tov to you. Boker Tov, and it's a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks for joining us here on the air. Tell us about your association with Shivat Shalvim and why, in fact, the overseas student program is called the Mutti Hornstein Institute for Overseas Students. Well, um, some of you may, as some of you may know, uh, my uh, my oldest son, Mati, uh, went to uh, Shalvim uh, in 
class of 1989, uh, and he was uh, totally transformed uh, by that experience uh, with uh, with the uh, learning that he did, with the rebbein that he met, with the uh, uh, the spirit uh, of the of, of the entire of the entire yeshiva. Uh, he he was a he was a, a very brilliant young man. Uh, and he came back from his uh, experience at and that year totally transformed with only one focus in his life and that was uh, to spread uh, the word of uh, Havas uh, Am Yisrael and Havas Eretz Yisrael and uh, that he took on that mission and uh, in the fall uh, he went off to Harvard uh, for his uh, first year and uh, he came home uh, for uh, Yom Kippur a month after uh, and uh, he never went back so uh, we uh, we suffered greatly obviously and uh, and uh, after uh, finding out exactly what what it was that that transformed him and 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 uh, and what he did what he was able to accomplish um, in the Three months after coming back from uh, from the yeshiva, we decided to uh, to increase the opportunities uh, for other young men to be able to imbibe that same that same ruach uh, and that same uh, love for Eretz Yisrael and Am Yisrael, and, to and uh, hence the, the overseas and, uh, and and spread the word. And so we uh, we endowed uh, a little more scholarships, etc. able to do that. And hence the Overseas Student Program bears his name, the Mutti Hornstein Institute for Overseas Students. You know, And you just really answered the question because uh, earlier we, we were asking people and parents and uh, board members we spoke with about this special connection that Shalvin has to overseas students and why it's so attractive to uh, young men in our area, especially in the New York, New Jersey area. And you've, uh, you've basically just said it. They have uh, an amazing opportunity uh, to gain in so many different areas of Jewish life when they are here. Tell us about the efforts to, uh, uh, to upgrade and to uh, really build something new when it comes to the dormitories here at Chalvin. Well, for a number of years now, uh, we, my wife and I, uh, had uh, seen that, uh, regrettably, uh, the dormitory uh, facility was old and uh, needed upgrading, and uh, we started pushing, uh, spreading the word, uh, and uh, uh, talking about the need for, for upgrading uh, the facilities, uh, not just uh, because it was old and really run down, uh, um, and uh, you know, when it was built, uh, I don't know how many years ago, or already, not only is it just old, but it's also the standards of construction in those days uh, in Israel was not uh, as uh, up to date uh, as uh, as uh, as it should have been and uh, and whereas the students uh, are there not for uh, comfort uh, of the body but for uh, comfort of the soul uh, the two uh, need to have some matching qualities in order to uh, to ensure that uh, that uh, that they grow, <clears throat> and uh, we, we started pushing uh, for uh, for a dormitory, uh, and we endowed uh, we uh, we endowed uh, funds for uh, for getting uh, some of the 
initial research and uh, design and engineering and architecture, etc. And uh, three years ago, we kicked off uh, the full campaign to actually start uh, start the building. Unfortunately, uh, two years ago, my wife uh, died in a uh, tragic car accident, and uh, the yeshiva leadership, uh, because of our of our involvement, wanted uh, wanted to uh, wanted to name the the building uh, after my wife, and uh, I. Um, we had never we had never wanted our name on any on any building, but uh, I acceded to the request of the Rosh Hashiva to to uh, to, uh, to have that uh, dedication on on the cornerstone, so that it's not, it's not so that it's not in your face. Uh, but uh, that's meaningless to us. Uh, it always has been. Uh, what we're interested in is to actually get the job done, and uh, and uh, and to make sure that the the facilities are uh, the physical facilities are appropriate with the uh, spiritual facilities of the yeshiva, and then to give the boys, not uh, just the overseas students, because the real the real core and the real um, uh, the lessons uh, that that the overseas students take away from from their experience in Shalvim is is not just the learning and the 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 being together with other uh, uh, young men uh, of, of of that uh, genre from from around the world, but most importantly, because of their life together with the Hesder boys uh, from Israel, and and that is a crucial crucial component to the to their spiritual uh, development uh, that they live, oh. eat, breathe, and learn together, and and that was the the the, the all pervasive spirit uh, that the yeshiva provided. Back when Moti Oliver Shalom uh, went there, and uh, that's what we wanted to uh, make sure that uh, that uh, others had that opportunity, the same opportunity to to have the total immersion, uh, and 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 to go back out into the world and and spread the the very positive messages uh, that are so necessary, even more so today. Well, Kolakavod, Kolakavod with this project, and uh, it seems, uh, I mean, obviously the Hornstein family is uh, very much behind the activities of Yeshivat Shalvim as they continue to move forward, so I wish you and your family a Shana Tava, and you should continue to uh, to get real, uh, a tremendous joy from what's happening here on this campus, because we continue to be unbelievably impressed with what's going on here, and I'm sure you are as well. Yes, thank you very much, and uh, Shana Tova, Matuka uh, to everyone. Call Yisrael, and uh, we should have peace, uh, peace in the world, peace in Israel, peace in Yerushalayim, peace in the world. Amen. Thank you so much. Alex Hornstein, we mentioned the Mati Hornstein Institute for Overseas Students, dedicated by the Hornstein family, and uh, you heard about the cornerstone of the uh, brand-new dormitory uh, the complex uh, being uh, uh, endowed in memory of um, Alex's uh, wife, and uh, we wish the uh, family luck in, uh, in continuing uh, with their amazing involvement with Shalvim, uh, it really has been incredible. More coming up at JM in the AM as we uh, continue to do our radio show on day three of our journey to Israel from Yeshiva Shalvim. We will meet some of the incredible students of this Yeshiva coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. I don't know what happened there, but it looked like uh, the end of Baruch Levine's song got cut off. If it's my fault, Z.K., I apologize. It's part of keeping you on your toes on this Wednesday morning broadcast. We're live at Shalvin, 11 minutes before 8 o'clock. Liron Burke, I hope I pronounced that properly, is with us in our studio here at Shalvin. Liron is, explain the whole thing. You go to MTA in New York for which grades? 10th, 11th, and 12th. 10th, 11th, and 12th grades. You're in MTA, and you're originally from Israel. Yeah, yeah. Okay, born in what city? Givat Shmuel. Oh, very nice. Okay. So you're a Givat Shmuel boy. You end up in New York for 10th, 11th, and 12th grades. And since then, I'm back here. And and straight to Shalvim from there? Straight to Shalvim, Army. Meaning when you walked in here for your post-high school career, you went straight to the regular Hesder program. Correct. Uh, and Hesder program means that in what year you're actually going into the Army? So at the end of your second year of Yeshiva, you go to the Army as a regular soldier for a year and a half. Right. And then how many stints are there in those couple of years? How many different stints are there in the Army? So you're you're there for 16 months straight. Right. Uh, for the first eight months are training. Right. And from then on, you're an official uh, soldier. You do whatever they ask you to do. Regular Army. Yeah. And then it's back and forth, the Yeshiva? Or no, no. It used to be. Now it's not. Like right. So you're basically anymore. there. and But you're still affiliated with the Yeshiva. Because yeah. once Army ended... Yeah, yeah. The Rebbeim come to visit in, in the Army. They come to give Shiurim. You come back here for Shabbosim. It's Oh, so you see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're still connected to the Yeshiva. And then, of course, once the Army's finished, obviously you came back here. You're back here for Shana Dalid. Right. Um, and since then, I'm here. Right, and this, so this would be what, like Shana This would be my sixth year, yeah. It would be your sixth year in Shalvin. And Mazal Tov, you and your wife have a brand new baby girl. Thank you. Mazal Tov to you, and you live near here on the Yeshiva? We live on campus. Right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is Hesder like now? I could speak remembering what it was like, you know, from people I knew in Hesder so many decades ago. What is it like now? Is it, uh, I mean, what would you say to people who ask you about the Hesder experience? So first of all, I would say that, um, unlike what people think, the army I think is a like direct continuation of yeshiva. You, you keep doing great things, you keep working on your avodah Sashem, You do other things for Am Yisrael. You learn for the first two years, and afterward you just go to the army and continue doing great things for Am Yisrael. Um, if you go with that attitude, it's it's a great experience. Coming back to yeshiva um, with all your army experiences, um, being a bigger person, knowing more. Uh, I think it's an unbelievable program. Um, it creates very complete people, very involved people, uh, people that like giving to the community, people that the community appreciates. Everyone in the army knows that Hazard soldiers are are very, very nice, nice people and commit, committed people. Uh, we have a good name. I was going to ask Rabbi Waxman this later, but I'm going to ask you: um, What is the relationship between Israelis and overseas who obviously are are here? in a Hesder environment, and overseas students in the yeshiva. How would you describe the synthesis between those two groups of people? So I would say that, first of all, I think it depends on, on the individual Talmud. You could pick to be as, as involved as you want, and you could pick to have your own, your own Daladamas without talking to, uh, to the Israelis. But everyone I know that tried to, to get the connection has gained so much coming for Shabbosim in different cities in Israel. Uh, staying in touch later. Some actually in the past few years, many Americans stayed for the army service. Um, what does many mean? At least eight since I was here. See, that would in my era, I don't think it was like that. Uh, that to me is a I big think number. It's a nice number. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's a big a number nice in my number. opinion. 
Yeah. In my day, it was much less, I think. I think that I, myself, knowing what American childhood is, right. I think it's a very big You're familiar sacrifice. With the yeah, it's a huh? big sacrifice for an American <laughs> to go to the Army. It's I, a nice thing. I agree with you on that. Leron Burke is here, spent time in MTA back in New York, and then came straight to Hesder Yeshivat. Shalvim, and um, do you, are you still obligated to do reserve duty, etc., I assume? Yeah, um, every year. And that's, what, one month out of the year? Yeah, pretty much, three or four weeks. Yeah. And when was the most recent time you were there? Uh, well, the previous one I missed because my wife gave birth, oh. but uh, <laughs> six months ago. Right, and what was that like? Anything, anything different than regular army? Uh, no, it was training. It was getting back to shape after two years out. Um, right. It's fun. <laughs> the man thinks army is fun. That's it. That that he picked up at Yeshiva Shalvim. You should be very proud of my waxman. Uh, Liron Tadaraba, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Nachum. Mazal Tov again. All right, we have students here. We promised students. Oh, by the way, we have a shout out as our students line up uh, to say whatever they wish. All we ask is you identify yourself and then just say hi to whoever you want and uh, let everybody know you're having the greatest time ever over here. Uh, oh, everyone's escaping. Look at this. Nobody wants to be on the radio. What's going on? A shout out to our friend Ellie Klein, a proud alum of uh, Yeshivat Shalvin, who referred to uh, Rabbi Yaakovson as a Gadol Hador. Uh, well, I will not argue with that. And um, I want to thank uh, Ellie Klein for listening. And this is... Tzvi Richter. Hey, Tzvi, how are you? Baruch Hashem, doing well. Are you Shana Aleph Bet, Gimel Dalet? Shana Bet. Shana Bet. And how did one decide, in your case, to come back for another year of Shalvin? Well, I really felt like I had a great experience last year. And it was really an optimal place to really grow in Avodah Hashem. And there's a uh, great rabbeim here, uh, very positive, in, very positive environment, and um, there's a great chaver of guys. So um, it's really a great place, and I wanted to go for it again and continue growing. So that's why I came back. I mentioned this earlier. I would guess that to you, it feels like you never left, right? It doesn't matter that it's a week into yeshiva. To you, you're right back into everything. Right, right back into it. Uh, and uh, Elul is a very special time. Are you already feeling it? Are you feeling the approach to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur here at the Yeshiva? Um, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to it's get a, into it's a process, it? but you know, it must be very special to be here. Rosh yeah, Yom very, Kippur. yeah, very special. It's uh, Rav Henler, Dobbins, mm-hmm. and Rav and also. Right. It's gorgeous. Base matters is rocking. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's really, it's really very powerful, special. So, you think anybody's listening to you and I right now back in the U.S.? Um, Possibly uh, my softa, so call uh, out there. there <laughs> and you make sure to send regards to your parents. Sure. I, I have fond memories of the Richter family. Uh, who else do we have here? Who else is saying hi to folks in the New York, New Jersey area all the way from Shalvin? This is? Avi Rosalimsky. How are you, Avi? Good, how are you? Where are you from originally? Uh, Teaneck, New Jersey. Ever going back there? Or you're you're going to be um, in Israel the rest of your life. I hope my parents aren't listening, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see. And you are also Shanavet? I'm also Shanavet. And yes. has this been a uh, a jump right back into it type of week for a, you? It's absolutely amazing. I feel like I never left. It's uh, it's awesome. It's unbelievable. Is it difficult to find the Chavrusa at the beginning of the uh, of the uh, year or? You basically left last year knowing exactly who you'd be learning with this um, year. I was lucky enough to have Chavrusa. I'm continuing my Chavrusa from nice. last year, Alicia uh, Hagler. So Very we'll be good. learning. So Oh, make sure to send them regards as well. I will. I His will. parents contacted me that he's here. Yes. Uh, so please said, uh, please said our best. And anybody you want to say hi to this morning? Uh, just my uh, parents back at home. There you and go. Uh, everyone, the Chavr back in Tinak who 
Aaron, you know, keep keep, uh, keep Chutzlar's holy for us, please. <laughs> if it is holy, keep it holy. Thank you very much. Who else do we have here who's uh, lining up to say hi to everybody back in the U.S.? Jacob Herrenstein. How are you, Jacob? Good, how are you? Where are you from? Teaneck, New Jersey. Also Shanabet? Shanabet. Boy, oh boy. So, what, why do you think so many people are returning for a second year? Well, Shana Aleph was just uh, a really uplifting experience coming out of high school, regular modern orthodox high school. It's very, it was very special to come to Shalavim, to their Bayim are amazing here. The learning's great. The Ruach, the Shabbos, the Tiuim, everything is just amazing. Uh, as uh, The integration with the Israeli program, everything is just really good the way that I, in, better than I imagined it would be. And so after a lot of begging, and <laughs> I finally convinced my parents to let me come back for... Was the yeshiva packed this past Shabbos? Was this already? This past Shabbos was the first Shabbos where, with, and uh, because the first Shabbos, the Israelis and the Americans and all the coal guys, the Rebbeim were all in. Must have packed, been very special. A bunch of guests also came. It was very, very good Shabbos. A bunch of tishes, onik Shabbos. Uh, so it's not just Torah study. No, it's There's not. There's a lot of other spiritual elements. Torah study, you would say, is the ikker, and right. then, then everything else is just. Uh, a bonus. Anybody else? Anybody you want to say hi to uh, this uh, morning? My parents are listening. Any of my friends from Teaneck, uh, as Avi said, keep a chutzlar atoli. And hopefully uh, everyone will be back here in our show. Anybody yeah. else? Uh, yes, hopefully is right. Anybody else to say hi to this morning? That's it. Oh, one more. And this is? Hello, sir. Eli Shepson. How are you, Eli? Very good, thank you. Where are you nice from? You. I am what is from that? London. Oh, are you related to the Shepsons? Of course. He's my cousin. Oh, that's your cousin. There we go. Small you have some world. great family members. Thank you, thank you. You probably know that already. I do know that. I so you're from that. London, England, and this is Shana... Technically, Shana Gimel. Wow! Uh, I'm Three here years for a month. I'm here Gimel? for a month. Oh, and then after Yom Kippur... Is that good. Well, so what, 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 when will you be leaving? You'll be leaving after so Yom Kippur? I'm leaving after Yom Kippur, uh -huh. yeah. Uh, university in England only starts September time, the end of September, so right. what better way to spend the holiday? So are you starting to get sad, knowing that this is it for you in Shalva? Yeah, yeah, hopefully I'll uh, come back and visit. But uh, Are there a lot of English students here in general? So the past uh, couple of years, actually, the cu past couple of years, about four years or so, there's been quite an influx of British students. Very nice. So, uh, do you have a favorite soccer that. team back home? Or? Arsenal. Arsenal's the team. The only. I think they the get, only one to follow. <laughs> they're, the, they're the ones. Yeah. I hear this is a very sensitive topic among the Brits, it is, from it what is. I hear. Uh, yeah. uh, so, assuming that people in England are listening, is there anybody you want to say hello to? I just want to say hello to my parents, just in case they're listening. There you go. And also a good friend of mine, uh, Yoni Pfeiffer, who uh, should be listening as we speak. So I hope so. just want to extend my... Greetings. Thank you so much for Thank joining us. Thank you very us. much for having me. Those are some of the students of the Yeshivat Shalvim, a great group of students. We get to speak to my Waxman next. He'll be joining us here at JM in the AM, and uh, he'll tell us more about the incredible students of this wonderful Yeshiva. Uh, no argument uh, from anybody. We've had an amazing two hours so far from Shalvim, uh, and I anticipate that the third hour will be just as amazing, and I thank everybody who has made us feel so comfortable. As we move into hour number three, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, w, uh, 91.9 FM up in Rockland County and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org.
JM and the AM. That is a selection that Rabbi Waxman is very familiar with, and we'll explain why again in just a moment. Hey, notable, notable folks who went to Shalvim. Miriam Al Wallach gives a shout out to Ranon Man, who went to Shalvim. We give a shout out to Ari Boyanju, the great guitarist who went to Shalvim. Oh, and I got it before I go to Rabbi Waxman. I got to go through some of these emails. We keep getting emails for shout outs to our. Uh, Shout-outs for people who are uh, in Shalvim right now. Uh, apparently, there's a gentleman here, Akiva Raskind, uh, Shana Aleph. His parents made Aliyah on yesterday's flight that we were on. So we have spent an entire week with the Raskins, first on Nefesh and then at Yeshivat Shalvim. We should get him in here and tell him we were on the flight. So a very, um, a very special uh, shout-out to him. And I believe I saw one more that I wanted to get to right now. Yeah, here it is. Uh, Nachum, hope all is well. A special shout-out to my nephew, Danny Scheinman, or Donnie Scheinman, who is now Shana Beth in Shalvim. Hope all is well. That is, oh, that's our good friend, Dr. Wayne Fetter, from up in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Thank you, Wayne. Great hearing from you. And, wow, do we already have kids who are going to uh, Israel for the year or for two years? That's pretty Amazing. All right. Uh, Ellie Hagler went to Shalvim. Ellie Hagler, a member of the Nahum Siegel Network, we're told, went to Shalvim as well. Um, uh, Rabbi Ari Waxman is uh, the director, I hope this is the proper title, director of the Overseas Program at Shivat Shalvim. Would that be accurate? That's great. A, uh, a Jew in the Ayalon Valley. Living you, here next to Shalvim is the, nah, the, the, the greatest compliment you're you can sim- give. You're simplifying it too much, I'm telling you. Even the Jews from the old-time Ayalon Valley wanted better titles than that. <laughs> and I welcome you to these airways, and I thank you for your office. As I mentioned to you, it's a beautiful studio for us today, and thanks for all your help as we maintain our connection uh, to our audience around the world. Rabbi Waxman, we met a, uh, a, a wonderful collection of students here uh, just moments ago. Uh, I'll ask you the same question that we've been uh, tossing around all through the last couple of hours. Has the 5774 Shalvim year gotten off to a good start? Uh, not, not a good start. A fantastic start. Uh, the boys arrived last uh, Tuesday. And I'll tell you the truth, we had some, there were some question marks beforehand because of the way the calendar works out this year. Right. And the boys arrived August 6th, you're starting the issue of the year, that's the middle of the summer, what's the, where are things going to be? And it's just been a, a really fantastic start. The boys uh, came in with such a, a positive attitude. It's a, a wonderful group and we're looking forward to an incredible year. Um, again, I mentioned this earlier, and uh, I'm so curious about it, the perspectives, especially from uh, vantage points like yours. Uh, we have. There are only, you know, a number of uh, yeshivot in Israel that have made a real impact on the New York, New Jersey area and have really appealed to what I refer to as the Yeshiva League, but other people refer to as the Yeshiva High School System or Network uh, back in our area. Why has Shalvim enjoyed what is a tremendous run of success uh, being so attractive to our community back in the United States for so long? Well, I'll, I'll just open up by saying that, first of all, to put things in perspective, we have fantastic partners in the yeshiva world. A lot of great yeshivot out there Correct. here in Israel doing fantastic things. And definitely all of the things that we have in common by far outweigh all of the differences. Uh, something that's unique, a special point, every, just like every, every person has his unique characteristic attributes, personality. There's something about the, the, at, the characteristic, the personality of Shalvim, of the yeshiva, which uh, has been, Baruch Hashem, I've been privileged to 
be part of Shalavim since my Shana Aleph in Shalavim in 1982. And you came from where? I came from New York, from the New York area. And uh, the success at bringing together the whole package, the whole person, where Talmud Torah is part of a whole person and everything that we're doing, we try to do in a complete form where there's both... Excellence in the learning, along with a positivity electricity. You, you were in the Beit Midrash this morning. Yeah, I, you you feel, saw my reaction. You feel that That Beit Midrash, for those of you who are listening uh, um, here to JMNAM, the Beit Midrash is wall-to-wall. I mean, absolutely packed with uh, a tremendous spirit. And just, uh, I don't know, it seemed like, you know, especially for the beginning, I mean, you have... Uh, a fresh new, what, 70 faces or so who've never been here before last week, right, at least? Right, right. And especially at the beginning, it just seemed that there was a, a, a real vibrancy, a vibrancy. Uh, that the yeshiva was enjoying. Right, vibrancy. And the electricity in the air comes from that, that energy, that positive energy, which is charged, charged in terms, of course, we're coming, talking about students coming to yeshiva, but charged in addition with the spirit, the, the leave, and in addition to that, a connection to Am Yisrael, Students from Chutzlar are coming here and they want to connect with Eretz Yisrael. They're interested in, uh, in the Max. You know, there's a, there's a drink out there these days, uh, right. Pepsi Max. Right. They're interested in, they're coming to Shalom for Shalom and Max, the full experience, the maximum Jews on all levels. And maybe if I can take a, Sure. Ten seconds to tie it in. We just had in last week's parsha the idea of Som Tasim Alecha Melech, appointing a king. And there's an idea brought down already from the Rishonim. Melech stands for Moach, Lev, and Kaved. Moach, the intellect, Lev, the emotions. And Kaved symbolizes physical actions. And when a Jew brings all of that together, he is a Melech, he's a Ben, we are, we are all B'nai Melechim, and that's what we're striving to do here in Shalavim, to reach that Malchut of all of these dimensions, the Moach, Lev, and Kaved, the intellect, the emotions, and action, bring it all together successfully. And certainly doing a good job at it. Um, so we mentioned that some of the music we're playing this morning, including the selection before this conversation, were from a CD that you did uh, called Ba'or Panacha. We introduced it to our audience years ago. Was this done while you were at Shalavim? This was uh, 13, 13, well, time's moving on, 13 years ago. Uh, we get together at different times in Yeshiva, if it's at a, a Malav Malko, or as the Talmud mentioned before, on a Friday night, on Onik Shabbat, and there's that Regesh side. Uh, of course, the focus is on Talmud Torah, right. and, but there's the, the aspect of the leave of Regesh, and uh, with time we had some Nagunim that surfaced, and... People raised the idea. At first it sounded like a little bit of a wild idea. Why don't we go ahead and try to produce an album? And we were in touch with uh, some musicians uh, you mentioned before. Yes. Chaim David Sarachik, right. Aaron Razel, Shlomo Katz uh, with time has been Tion Solomon. Right. And uh, that's something else that we were able to, we were privileged to say. The Rosh Hashiva mentioned before, Bisiata Deshmaya, uh, We've been privileged to have surface here in the Shiva. Just as an aside, I mentioned Siat, and I mentioned Bisiata Dishmaya. What do you think of when you hear Bisiata? You think of Jonathan Pillay singing Bisiata. So Jonathan Pillay himself is a Shalvin alumnus who lives here in Shalvin right now in Nofi alone after making Aliyah. He comes here and he uh, lives here and spends time as a, uh, in addition to his uh, work as a dentist, when he has uh, time where he can come to the Beit Midrash from, from Nofelon, 
you see the boys see him in the Beit Medrash. Boy, Rabbi Waxman, you brought this conversation full <laughs> circle, haven't you? My gosh, unbelievable. Uh, and I'm told that the Omek Hadavar folks are also alums of the yeshiva, and we know that they have had quite an impact on the Jewish music scene. Very much so. As mentioned before, uh, Ravari Boinju, right. uh, Benji Epstein, and concerning Omek Hadavar as well, it's, you know, when you mention Omek Hadavar, I, I right away, along with the the chaver there that uh, should live and be well and continue to be successful. I can't uh, not mention the uh, express the thoughts, the emotions that come to mind, thinking of Chaim Feigenbaum, right. a dear, a, a Talmud, but uh, in addition, a very, very close friend who tragically, sadly enough, was was taken from us and. As much as physically he was taken from us, Chaim's, as I always mentioned to Chaim's parents and to Talia, Chaim's almana, that Chaim, as much as he was taken from us, taken from this world, Chaim's ruach continues to be felt in Shalavim on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, and in many other places as well that I could attest to. Um, this selection that you handed me earlier was a Shlomo Katz song that was done during Chaim's life and now is, of course, dedicated to his memory, right. which I'm right. going to get to in just a moment here at JMDM. One last point before I do that, and, and again, I, uh, this is something that was not happening very often you know, during my generation's time in Israel, and that's the whole Shana Bet uh, I don't know what we call it, revolution or evolution, whatever it is, but there's just so much, uh, so many students that are returning to Israel, and you probably also see more students, you know, much more older students who stop by here more often and keep a close connection. I'm sure that during the Yom Noray and the high holidays, you'll see that as well, where folks will come from outside the country and just want to spend uh, that Yom Tov in Yeshiva. Uh, definitely. I mean, the time here in Yeshiva at this point of life, it's a, it's a powerful experience. It's an experience which uh, we've often received feedback, ends up being a, a foundation afterwards, a point which people want to reconnect with uh, in different ways, whether it's we, last week, a boy, Danny Gilbert, uh, came by the yeshiva. He said he came to Israel with his daughter to celebrate her bat mitzvah. Yeah. And he's just passing by. He said, I couldn't <laughs> drive on the highway and not pass by, enter Shalavim, and reconnect with the uh, yeshiva. I think that Israel, if uh, I would suggest... Uh, you just came here on a nefesh benefesh trip. I, I think that Israel is uh, taking a more and more central role in the Jewish world, and there's that that desire to reconnect with Israel as well, with your experience here in Yeshiva that you had in Israel. And uh, it's always, the Rosh Yeshiva mentioned earlier, something that recharges our batteries here in Yeshiva. And when we see the Talmudim, whether it's them coming back to the Yeshiva, or as well when we're in the United States, we're in Chutzlar, it's reconnecting with the Talmudim is something that gives us the greatest burst of energy heading towards the future. Oh, there's no doubt about that, Roy Waxman. You could say to everybody listening, if they're concerned about their youngsters, they're doing great, right? Everyone, everything's working out fine so far. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it looks like it's, we're headed, as I said, it look, really looks like we're headed towards Bezat Hashem, a fantastic year here at the Yeshiva. Baruch Hashem, Rabbi Ari Waxman is, of and course. And Baruch whenever you're interested in a studio in Israel, you have my office as your home, and that's given over <laughs> in front of uh, all, many all the people listening. You're always, the whole crew is always invited back here. Thank you so now much for joining us. Now we're talking, ZK and I are going to go shopping for a house in Nofi alone after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's that Shlomo Katz selection we mentioned, Tefillah Lachaya. My thanks for my waxman as we continue speaking to you live from Shalvin in Israel at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. It is a Wednesday morning. We're in Yeshivat Shalvim. Tomorrow we're in Yerushalayim at Or Mayor Bracha. I do want to remind everybody that our uh, our uh, programming from Shalvim for women will happen tonight. It will be heard tomorrow. It will be heard noontime during our ever-popular live lunch segment starting at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream, jmtheam.org, and continuing with Miriam L. Wallach. And that's life. So the entire block of programming from Shal- from the Shalvim, Yeshiva Shalvim for women is going to be happening uh, from noon until 3 Eastern time tomorrow on our stream at jmnam.org. Gives me an opportunity to thank Benny Marilis for all his hard work on this end in helping us arrange for today's show and in putting together what has been an unbelievable guest list so far, and that will continue in just a moment. want to mention in our stream at jmnam.org, we have a uh, very special live lunch coming up at 12 noon Eastern time, uh, just about three and a half hours from now. Uh, Yassi Zweig will be doing what we call a Z-Report live lunch, and his specialty is always brand new music and uh, different things off the beaten path. Today, he'll include the world premiere of a song of an upcoming Avram Fried Yiddish album. And in addition to that, Laser Lloyd will be live in studio. Laser Lloyd, who many of us remember from Revel Sheva and other uh, amazing groups, and who did participate in the Ani Yehudi uh, video and audio that people remember from years ago with Lenny Solomon. Laser Lloyd with a brand new uh, performance live in studio with Yossi Zwei coming up at 12 noon today, Eastern Time on the stream at jmnam.org. Uh, Rabbi Yammer is the brand new Skan Roshe Yeshiva of Yeshivat Shalvim. He has been here at Shalvim for quite a while, a long time. It is a pleasure to have you on the radio. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much. And how many years have you, in fact, been associated with Shivat Shalvim? 26 years. That's quite a stretch of time. And how have yeah. things started so far this year? Very, very good. Baruch Hashem. Every, uh, the yeah. students are adjusting well? Excellent. Could how, it be better? How different is the yeshiva from 26 years ago? Are there any blatant differences that you could cite for us in terms of how different things are today? I think it's very, very different. Uh, if to speak about the American programs, when I came here as a student, there were only very few. Today we are speaking about 100 boys that are here. Uh, the Israeli program is different, and Baruch Hashem, I think that we are progressing all the time, and we are thanking Hashem for that. Are, are you enjoying the relationship between the overseas students and the Israeli students? Is that one of the benefits of being a yeshiva like this, that they're able to coexist and mingle the way they do? No question. I think that one of the things that a, a boy has to get this year is love to Klal Israel and love to Eretz Israel. And in the minute that he meets boys that go to the army and are part of his life, then the whole understanding of being a leader as part of Klal Israel and the whole understanding of loving Eretz Israel is very, very different. Maybe I'll give you an example. Sure. A few years ago, there were eight boys that were killed in Makazarav. Right. Terrorists came to Makazarav right. and killed. And the boys came to me and told me that they want to do something for their Ilun Yeshama. So I told the boys, think what you want to do. So firstly, this feeling that we must do something comes from the education of the yeshiva of responsibility and kesher to Eretz Israel. So every Friday, they are giving a shear. The boy itself is giving a shear to his friends every Friday. And they decided to take all the shirim, to print them in a book. Here is the book, Bekovaya Kadesh. Wow. You have in the beginning pages about each one of the boys that were killed in Mekazarav. To take all the shirim, to print them, to make them a book, to invite the parents and to give it to them. That wouldn't come if they won't be kesher to Israelis. Oh, that's for sure. 
That's for sure. Uh, Rav Yammer is the new Skan Rosh Yeshiva. Mazal Tov on that. What is the vision for the Yeshiva now, in your opinion? What are some of the goals that you'd like to see the Yeshiva achieve going forward? I think that we have to raise a generation that no matter what a boy will do, both Israeli, both American, will be a lawyer, will be a businessman, will be no matter what. The connection to Torah will be something that will be very, very live inside him. Will be something that will give him inspiration. And the vision is to really create a whole sewer of Israelis and Americans that are prepared for life. Prepared for life means they know how to learn, they love learning, they understand the importance of learning, and I would say more than that, that they live a broad life of Torah. Mm where the values of Torah goes to the work, to their relationship with people, to their happiness, and so on. Every Monday night, we are sitting with the boys, informally, in a circle, and we're discussing life. And the idea is to show how Torah and life are really the same thing, goes together. I'm glad to hear that boys today still get together to talk about life, that they, that they find that to be an important philosophical discussion. I feel that this is very, very important. <laughs> oh, I agree with you on that. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that, uh, that this uh, yeshiva year it will be a very successful one for everybody at Shalvin. Thank you very, very much. Harav Yammer is the brand new Skan Rosh Yeshiva here at Yeshivat Shalvim as we continue here at JM in the AM. More special guests coming up. We will get an opportunity to speak with Rabbi Goldsmith, who serves as Menahel at Yeshivat Shalvim for women. That is coming up here at JM in the AM. And plenty more between now and 9 o'clock this morning at JM in the AM.
The greater Shlomo Kalbach, words that we say during the month of Elul, and the uh, perfect words when we broadcast from a yeshiva like this. Yeshivat Shalvim, our host today, a spectacular show. If you missed any of it, don't forget we have an archive section at jmnam.org. You can see some of the uh, pictures on Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel on Facebook and on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net. Rabbi Yamin Goldsmith is the Menahel at the uh, Shalvim for Women which has made quite an impact in uh, uh, women's education in the Jewish world. It is based in Yerushalayim. We will be there later on today and provide programming, which you'll hear on our stream at jmnam.org tomorrow afternoon. Rabbi Yamin Goldsmith, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum, and welcome you and all your uh, wonderful team to Eretz Yisrael. I can't wait to see you later, as uh, we know how unbelievable the Shivat Shalvim is and what kind of... Uh, of uh, a tremendous impact it's had in the Jewish world over all these decades. Your institution, Shalvim for Women, has been in existence not as long, but has also made quite an impact. How long has Yeshivat Shalvim for Women been around? Thank you, Nachum. Yes, we are starting uh, in Yitzhak Hashem this year, uh, our 10th year. We were founded in uh, Elul of 2004, and Baruch Hashem, uh, we're in our 10th uh, year. Wonderful, wonderful experiences uh, all the way through. And I'll tell you that this is the big question, because you know, Rabbi Goldsmith, that many people over the years have tried to impact women's Jewish education by founding seminaries in Yeshivot in Israel and other places as well, and many of them have not been met with success. Why is it that Shalvim for Women has had such a successful run over this first decade? Well... <laughs> Uh, it, it, the first answer, without question, is uh, complete siyata dishmaya. Uh, any success that any of us have and any one in Kla Yisrael has is complete siyata dishmaya. Um, and it's true, there have been over the years um, many seminaries that have opened, um, and many came before us. And there are, Baruch Hashem, uh, opportunities for women in Eretz Yisrael uh, galore. It's uh, Baruch Hashem. Uh, I, 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 I have to uh, think, without any empirical data, that the opportunities for women happening now in the world and in Kal Yisrael and in Eretz Yisrael specifically uh, has never uh, been this strong, probably in the history of the world. Um, what we have tried to do over the years um, is really uh, attract uh, just outstanding girls. Uh, a little later, we're looking forward to, to, to hosting you and greeting you, and you'll meet some of them. Wonderful girls who are simply uh, thirsty, who are curious, who are interested in learning, who are interested in, 
in increasing their love for Eretz Yisrael, for Am Yisrael, for Medina Yisrael. And, uh, and we have said uh, all along, you know, uh, quoting, uh, quoting another source, you know, if you build it, they will come. And that's uh, really <laughs> where the Siata Dishmaya has come. Baruch Hashem girls well, uh, want this. No, I, we're also looking forward to being there because, like I said, uh, it, the, in, in just a short amount of time, uh, the impact has been a, a vast one on our community. Uh, Rabbi Yamin Goldsmith is Dean of the uh, Menahel of the um, uh, Shalvim for Women. Uh, one question I'll ask you now, and then we'll have more of a chance to talk when we're face-to-face, but I'm, we have focused, uh, we've had a couple of themes here this morning at Shalvim, and one of them is Shana Bet, and you know how successful they've been with the Shana Bet program and, uh, and really opening up the yeshiva for two full years for those who want it. Has the women's Shalvim yeshiva enjoyed the same type of success, meaning have, have, have you been incorporating a second year into the women's program? Have they, have they had much of an interest to come back after their initial year in seminary? Uh, absolutely, yes. Thank God. And I, I, I should say, you're, you're speaking uh, so nicely about the seminary, and it's very much appreciated, and I'm glad that you were, have gotten a chance over the years to see uh, some of the wonderful things that happen here. Um, yes, Baruch Hashem. Um, girls that come here as I said, I really come already with a desire to continue their learning uh, more than they've done in high school and perhaps some wonderful summer programs. Um, and many of them choose to stay uh, for another half a year or for another year. We actually have uh, a nice number of girls who come back Shana Bet every year. We also have uh, a number of girls who stay in Israel uh, doing other programs, perhaps Herut Lumi, uh, perhaps uh, going to university here in Israel. Um, so, so thank God. Uh, I will also say, though, and, and it's certainly uh, important to point out, and as you've been uh, saying uh, uh, this morning as well, um, there are the, the encouragement that happens here is that for each girl really to continue the growth in a way that works best for her. And so there could be this particular girl who, for whom, uh, for whom it would, it, it's the ideal for her and for her parents, for, to, for her to come back Shana Bet. There are certainly, though, uh, a large number of girls, a majority of girls, who feel that it's important uh, to go back, whether it's to uh, uh, England or to Canada or the United States or other countries, perhaps, that they come from, and to begin already a, um, their, their college education so that they can come back here uh, you know, educated and strong and, and ready to build a home here in Israel, God willing. Unbelievable. I look forward to seeing you later. vote. I'm sure there are plenty of people in our audience who give you dash cham to everybody at uh, Shalvim for Women. I uh, look forward to seeing you later on, and thanks for joining us this morning at JM in the AM. Thank you so much, and we are looking forward to continuing this conversation a little later. JM in the AM, more coming up as we start to wrap things up from Yeshivat Shalvim, an amazing visit to our makeshift studio right next to Nofi Alone on the Yeshiva campus in Israel at JM in the AM. Ask you. A lever, a heavy, a lever, a 
Kunstler with Elev Arechev. So far, an amazing visit to Yeshivat Shalvim in Israel. Weather here is gorgeous, by the way, folks. I don't know what's doing in New York and New Jersey, but can't possibly be as good as it is here. I can tell you that much. Not a chance. Nothing's as good as it is here. Haven't we communicated that message back to the USA over the last couple of days? Nothing's as good as it is here. Don't take the fact that I'm heading uh, back to the United States on Thursday night, tomorrow night. Don't take that as an indication that anything's better over there. It's all better over here. Moshe Arenbach is with us uh, live via telephone. He's president of the Yeshivat Shalvim board. He's a proud alum. He's a past parent of Yeshivat Shalvim. And if he remembers way back in the recesses of his mind, he may recall that we know each other from a long, long time ago. Moshe, welcome to JM in the AM. Thanks, Malcolm. We did a speech class together, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> so wait a second. Maybe you get some of the credit for all this. There you go. <laughs> it's a pleasure to speak to you. Congratulations on your post as president of Shalvim. I'm never quite sure when someone uh, gets to the uh, highest level of lay leadership in an organization 
if in fact it deserves a mazel tov. In your case, I'm sure, after my visit here, I'm convinced that anybody who's president of Shalvin must be very proud about what's going on here. So to you, I say mazel tov. Thank you, Nachum. We're, we're very proud, and you know, as as you alluded to, we, you know, I'm part of this growing group of both uh, alum and parents uh, that we kind of have here, which I think says a lot about. Uh, about the uh, the closeness and uh, and about the program, it can get scary when one has a run of success like this. If you know what I mean, Bliyinhara, of course. But it's been quite a while where they've had an amazing ability to really attract some great overseas students and impact their lives in a very positive way. And it looks like, thank God, that's just continuing. I certainly picked that up from my visit uh, today. Uh, anything you could share with us about why you think it has this unique ability to do this for so long and so well? Sure. So I, I think that, you know, none of it is an accident. I think that, uh, you know, as, as uh, Ravari mentioned, there are many, many wonderful programs, and they all work very hard. What I think about, is unique about Shalavim is that, uh, is that the people, there, there's a, 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 you know, a general understanding and a, and a, uh, a consistency. I, I was thinking about this the other day. When, uh, when I was in the yeshiva, you know, Rav Yamir was... Uh, Shir Dalad in the Rosh Hashiva's Chavrusa. Rav Hendler was Shir Dalad. Rav Yaakovson was in the Kolel. Rav Libor was my Madrich. Rav Waxman was coming along two years later. Uh, you know, so the people that that are running it are people that have that have made this their lives, and they're able to pass that on to the to the subsequent right. generations, right. which again is a tremendous feat. It's really wonderful. By the way, I can I I assume as president you have visited here once in a while, so I'm. I'm not going to assume otherwise, but I can right. tell you that today everything look everything looks spectacular. The Beit Midrash has a vibrancy that is uh, uh, to be admired. And, and and look, you remember this time of year leading up to Rosh Hashanah. It's it's really a remarkable time to be in yeshiva in Israel. Uh, it certainly it certainly is. And uh, you know, I, I I was listening to your show earlier, and I heard uh, my our, our, our dear friend uh, Alex Hornstein talk about our dorm project, which is really right. you know the next step of uh, you know our, of uh, you know the improvement of the campus and the life uh, for for our uh, students. And that's the goal. The goal is to make that campaign a success and to really uh, expand things here and make it even uh, more comfortable and more uh, wonderful for the students that come and enjoy the uh, experience. What do you think of the whole, uh, uh, and again, you know, we've had different themes this morning. One of them has been the Shana Bet revolution. What do you think uh, compared to our day that so many people come, so many students come back and really uh, enhance their Torah study and their, and their life's uh, uh, study by being here a second year? I remember that uh, it was, uh, it was, parents were not as accustomed to it. And so I think, you know, Yashakach to this, this generation of parents that they understand that it's an important part uh, of their son or daughter's development to spend time in yeshiva and, uh, you know, the right amount of time. Yeah, no question. If it's for the right student, then obviously it has worked out really, really well. Well, Mazal Tov to you. Shana Tova. Moshe Arnbach is president of Shalvim and an alum, a past parent, and somebody who's very proud about what's happening on this campus. I really thank you for joining us and continued success. I hope your tenure, I'm sure it will, your tenure will be looked at uh, with, of, as one of great accomplishment here at Shalvim. We're working on Nachum, and thanks for your help. JM and the AM as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, uh, 91.9 FM up in Rockland County, and of course around the world in the web, JM and the AM. Org. We are going to uh, try to connect with our good friend uh, Joey Bodner, who has been a great advocate for Shalvim, and he'll help th- uh, wrap things up for us as we close out a Wednesday program at JM in the AM. Here is Yehuda Green at JM in the AM.
of some other selections as well as we <laughs> renegotiated our ability to stay um, connected to our base in Jersey City. Thank you to ZK and Stan. They've gone the extra mile today to make sure that we're on the air. Yahoo, uh, Yaakov Hawk, rather. Yaakov Hawk, who has been on with Miriam L. Wallach a number of times, is a graduate of DRS, and um, he is now Shana Allah, first year in Yeshivat Shalvim. And uh, one of his distinctions is that on behalf of Friendship Circle, he bike rode the entire country, is that correct? Basically cross country? Basically, basically. Is that what, 3,000 miles? Less? 3,300 miles. You biked for 3,300 miles on behalf of Friendship Circle. Yeah, seven weeks from San Diego to New York. It took you seven weeks to get from San Diego to New York. Yeah. So you could have taken a plane and done it in a few hours, you know that, right? Yeah, I took a plane there in the beginning, and it was... I'm just looking at the little map on the JetBlue screen and saying, okay, that's one week of my trip, <laughs> that's another week, and then that's another week. So how did it go? I mean, are you glad you did it? It was an incredible experience. It was one of the most amazing things that I think a person can do. Not just that, like, I've done, but just anybody can do. How did you get so into biking? Um, originally, before I had my license, I just wanted to get around. Only way to get around. And then, I love it. Even after I got my license, I got my license like a year and a half ago. I've probably biked since getting my license about 8,000 miles and driven under 1,000. <laughs> Yaakov Hawk is here. Um, what was the toughest week of the entire summer? So the toughest week I would definitely say was the first week of the summer because I was battling not only with getting sick but also battling with heat, with climbing through the Rocky Mountains, and one day it hit, I think, 117 degrees. 
which was the hottest temperature of the trip. It was so hot. It was a long ride, and just the heat just makes it so much worse. So the Shalom Vim schedule th- sounds like nothing for a guy like you. <laughs> <laughs> if they tell you to wake up early in the morning for Minion and stay up late at night studying Torah, that does not sound like... Uh... So the only difference is it was very easy to fall asleep because you were just so much you were so much more physically exhausted. Right. Just you didn't even have any energy left in your body to stay awake. Right. Here, sometimes it's a little bit hard to fall asleep. But my waxman tells me as the year goes on, it gets much much easier. Oh, I'm sure. You're, you're going to be so engrossed in your studies, you're just going to be conked at at night. That's what he tells me. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, how's it gone so far? The first week has been nice. First week has been hard, just getting adjusted to the schedule. It's a right. pretty rigorous schedule. Right. And. The only advantage I think I had is I wasn't necessarily expecting the best food, so this food definitely surpassed my expectations. Nice! <laughs> Very good! Nice to hear a nice compliment about yeshiva food. I like a- that. After this, after this summer, I'm probably the only one that actually appreciates this food. Right, because what were you eating as you were biking? There's diversity here. I was eating these, Nature Valley bars, <laughs> That's all it, day, huh? every day. No wonder he loves the food in, some, in this yeshiva or any yeshiva. Yaakov Hall, good luck this year. Thank you. Let's Thank catch you. up after you finish their first year at Shalvin. Absolutely. Greatly appreciate you joining us, and Shana Tavat to you. I believe we have Joey Bodner with us live via telephone. Let's see if we do. Joey, are you there? Yes, I am, and I'm glad to see that someone likes the food in the Joey and Ruthie Bodner dining room. I, I was just going to say, you had mentioned last week how the Bodner dining room, and that's what it's called, the Bodner dining room. I saw the plaque myself uh, 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 given to Shalvin, dedicated to Shalvin by uh, Ruthie and Joey Bodner. You had told us that you're only responsible for the actual hall and not the food, which is a disclaimer after this conversation with Yaakov Hawk. You're able to change that, huh? I, 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 I want to be honest. It, 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 I'm glad to hear that they're, they're serving good food in that dining hall, but I still keep the disclaimer, only responsible for the physical being. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Uh, we have had an incredible visit today. I hope you've been able to catch up with us and follow what's gone on all through this morning because we have had an amazing visit to Shalvim. And as I said earlier, I could tell you, as somebody who's been one of the greatest Shalvim advocates for so long, that the Beit Midrash this morning that I was in was simply remarkable. The campus looks great. The students, as I'm sure you heard, sound and seem very, very happy. They are off to a glorious start this year. Yeah, it sounds like a great start. It's wonderful, it's exciting. Uh, there's nothing like the the beginnings and getting into that, especially in Chodesh Elul. And I wish uh, the Rebbein, the Yeshiva, and especially the Talmudim, much atzlacha. And I hope that the uh, spirit of the good food continues and that they have both uh, Torah, so to help the uh, Torah in, improve even as much. I want to just comment on the last speaker, let him know that I am the reverse of him, and I, I, I bike very little, and I drew everything on my car. <laughs> <laughs> so you balance, you balance things out with him, that's for sure. Uh, well, things here at Shalvim are off to a great start, and I would guess that as you look back at your time here, this must be a very special time, because uh, I'm sure your adjustment, like everybody here, you know, had its own uh, uh, distinction, and I'm sure you remember the beginning of Chodesh Elul with the great fondness when you look back. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's a wonderful, wonderful experience. There's so much happening all at once. Uh, you're a young man, young boy growing into a, a young man. You're off on your own for the first time. You're in a new country, new language. Uh, for me, unlike uh, our kids today and stuff like that, we didn't travel the same. It was, uh, I hate to admit it, 35 years ago. So wow. I was uh, on a plane for the first time in my life when I landed in Israel. It was obviously my first trip to Israel. So talk about, you know, huge differences and huge, 
beginnings and changes, it, it really, really it was. Most kids who go to Yeshiva Dinah have been there before, so the adjustment and the change aren't as dramatic. So when you talk back, reminding back then, it was really, really uh, a complete change of life. And we didn't have cell phones in the context. I mean, I tell my kids, I show them, I made a cassette tape and I sent it to my parents and, you know, I spoke every six weeks and I mailed the thing and I showed them what an aerogram looks like and they thought I was like from Mars. So, yes. today, there are obviously different challenges today that come about and, you know, the world moves so much quicker today, but, uh, so it's other challenges, other differences. I think Shalvim is a place that warmly, uh, accepts the kids and, health in that transition and I think similar to what we always discuss about our experience at the Masifta of being that warm family atmosphere um, you have that at Chalvin and uh, uh. I'm, I'm proud to say that many of the Rebbeim and Hala were uh, Talmudim and Yeshiva at the time that I right. was there and right. uh, when I was at Shir Aleph the Rebbeim and the Yeshiva were Shir Aleph, Shir Bey, Shir Hay so uh, it's wonderful to see that the yeshiva developed its own administration and that from within that family. So it's very special. Uh, you said we'd have an amazing visit here today, and, boy, you were uh, spot on with that. Joey Bodner, thank you so much. Hope to see you when I get back. And the uh, best regards from everybody at Shalvim. Please send my best regards to everybody at Shikawa. I want to uh, mention Shalvim alum, Rabbi Judah Michelle, who sends regards to us. That's right, Rabbi Michelle, who we spent some time uh, with at Camp Hass just a few weeks ago, is a Shalvim alum as well. We have discovered a lot of alumni uh, during this morning's program at JMDM. Reminder, we'll be at Shalvim for Women later on today, and you'll hear all of that starting at 12 noon Eastern time tomorrow on our stream at jmdm.org between myself and Miriam L. Wallach, and then... Tomorrow morning, I should say in front of that, before before that airs, uh, tomorrow morning we'll be live at Armei Urbracha in Yerushalayim. About a minute or two to go on a JM in the AM Wednesday. Special thank you to our friends at Shivat Shalvim. A big thank you to Benny Marilis for coordinating things uh, on this end. A special thank you to Rabbi Waxman, not only for joining us on the air and for taking care of our American students here at Shalvim, but lending us his office for the purposes of this radio show as well. Avram Freed wraps up a Wednesday from Israel. You're live with us at JM in the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsor WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County at 91.9 FM. Round the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And that wraps up an amazing program from Yeshivat Shalvim in Israel, day three of our four-day journey. Simply remarkable. A big thank you to everybody at Shalvim. And a big thank you to um, everybody who made this show possible. Tomorrow you'll uh, hear us from Armei Urbracha. Later today we're traveling to Shalvim for Women. You'll hear that broadcast on our web stream at uh, jmnam.org at 12 noon tomorrow. Also, a reminder, Z-Report Live Lunch with Laser Lloyd as a live guest with uh, Yussi's Y coming up at 12 noon today, Eastern Time on the stream at jmnam.org. And to keep that in mind, Make sure to be tuned in. Yes, he's why because another great program scheduled. Big thank you to Benny Marilis, and a big thank you to uh, Rabbi Waxman, and a big thank you to the Russian Yeshiva and all the wonderful people here at Yeshivat Shalvim from Israel. Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.